What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Mayalari, and hope that each and every one of you had a great Memorial Day weekend. To start off, thank you to all of those who have fought in the military and for those who have lost their lives in battle for this country. Thank you so much. Truly appreciate it. Thank you for all your service. Tonight, I want to do a full episode about the Red Sox recent struggles against the Orioles, the Celtics beating the Heat in seven, Northeastern baseball's performance in the CAA tournament, the NCAA uh, college baseball bracket, uh, which starts on Friday, and Team USA's loss uh, to Czechia in the bronze medal game of the IIHF World Hockey Championship. Uh, but I didn't get enough time before game one of the Orioles Avalanche game uh, to do so. So I'm just going to do an Eastern and Western Conference NHL uh preview special tonight and we'll come back with another episode tomorrow to break down all the sports headlines i mentioned above to start things off uh the nhl playoffs has been really exciting to watch um i've been really locked in uh last tuesday i recorded my first episode of this podcast um and carolina was up two to one in the series over the rangers edmonton was up two to one on calgary and the avalanche were up three to one in the blues um and Tampa bay had already swept florida 4-0 um i predicted edmonton would win in six they ended up winning in five. I predicted the Rangers would win in seven, which they indeed did, and I had Colorado winning in six. All three of those, I had uh, the correct winners. Uh, I just messed up one game I missed in the Edmonton game. I had Edmonton winning in six. They ended up winning in five. Um, I had the Rangers winning in seven, Colorado winning in six, and I also had Tampa Bay winning. I would have had Tampa Bay winning in six. They, obviously, they swept Florida, but uh, I'll still take getting four to four uh, series winners correct. Um, I was just a game off, as I said, in the Edmonton Calgary series and two games off in the Tampa Bay, Florida series, but all in all four to four winners, uh, is a great second round of the NHL playoffs, uh, for predictions wise for me. Um, I've definitely gotten more invested in the NHL playoffs this year, more than any other season. Um, probably because of me drilling two of those picks from last week, um, and getting all four series winners correct, uh, maybe get locked in more than ever, but I'm definitely excited for the Eastern and Western Conference Finals matchups to begin. Uh, right now we are minutes away from the puck drop in the Colorado, um, Edmonton game, which a puck will drop in a few minutes. So definitely excited to see how that series ends up. Um, so just to preview that series, Edmonton and Colorado. Um, my prediction right now, I have Edmonton winning at six over Colorado. Um, obviously, it's tough to beat Colorado. Colorado's a really good team. Uh, the Avalanche coming in, 119 points in the regular season, second to the NHL to Florida. Uh, the Avalanche, a very tough team to beat, too, on the road. Uh, on the road, they have 5-0. and So even though when they come into your uh, home rink, they still win games. 5-0 and on the road in the postseason. They're also 8-2 and in the playoffs. Very good team. Very well-rested team as well. Um, obviously, had a, a six-game series. Um, against the Blues, uh, but got good rest after the first round series. Um, so we'll see how it, it, it goes head to head on the year. Um, Edmonton, uh, won the third game, six to five. The first two games went to Colorado. Colorado's two and one on the season against Edmonton. Colorado won the first game on March 21st, three to two in overtime. Colorado won the second game on April 9th, two to one. Uh, in a shootout over Edmonton, and then Game Three was April twenty second, so um, a little bit over a month ago now. Um, Edmonton won six five. So in all three of those games, one goal games, right down to the last second. Uh, two of those games that Edmonton lost were both in overtime in a shootout. Um, then obviously Edmonton won six five in regulation um, on April twenty second. So they're a very good team. Very both are very good teams. Very close games. Edmonton was right there in both of their losses. Um, this would be a very good, uh, intense and hot fought series. I think Edmonton is the better team. Um, it may sound like a hot take, but not many people at Edmonton, uh, beating Calgary in six games like I did. Obviously they won in five games, but 
Edmonton winning at six games is a hot take to many, too. And look what happened. They ended up winning at five. So anything's possible for sure. Um, for some statistics going into it, uh, the Avalanche have averaged 4.3 goals per game in the playoffs and have only allowed 2.7 goals per game. Um, the Oilers have averaged 4.33 goals per game in the playoffs and have allowed 3.08 goals per game. They're both the two highest scoring teams in the NHL playoffs this year. So I'm sure a lot of these games will be a lot of 4-3 to three games, 5-4 to four games, 4-3, to 3-2 three, three to two games. I'm sure they'll be high scoring all of them. Uh, so that's definitely exciting, uh, especially when your team's not in it. Um, if you can just watch a hockey game, especially playoff hockey, high scoring games, those are the most intense and electric games. So uh, I'm sure they'll have a lot of viewers. A lot of people will be locked into those games. Uh, anyways... So I want to highlight some players. Connor McDavid, the best player in the NHL, uh, has had a point in 11 out of 12 playoffs games this year. He's had 10 multi-point games, which is really impressive. Uh, the total that he has in the, uh, in the playoffs this year, 7 goals, 19 assists for 26 points. Leon Dreisaitl, another great player on the Oilers, has scored a point in 11 out of 12 games. Uh, this playoff run for Edmonton, he has seven goals and 19 assists, 26 points total. So he matches Connor McDavid's um, stat lines uh, so far in the 2022 NHL playoffs. Um, he has 11 points. He had 11 points in his last three games. All 11 points were assists. Um, he has 17 points in the last five games and has had at least three points in five straight games, which is really impressive. Um, that's, that's the thing about Edmonton. They could score a lot of goals. Obviously, Leon Dreisaitl, Conor McDavid, two of the highest uh, scoring players in the NHL. So, obviously, going to score a lot of goals. Obviously, a lot of games are going to be intense. Uh, but I think I feel like just both of those guys being on the same team, it definitely makes things interesting to see how Colorado can manage and how they can try to uh, contain them. I know you can't really stop two players like that, like Conor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Your best attempt is really just to try to contain them. Um, Mike Smith... The Edmonton Oilers goalie was stellar in the net for Edmonton in the playoffs. Uh, 411 saves and 441 shots faced uh, in the 92.7 save percentage to go along with that. Um, he set an ESPN after Edmonton won Game 5 to win the series against Calgary. Uh, they won that game in OT. Um, then he tries to take the game in series in general in increments. Five-minute increments is what he said he takes every single game and every single series by. And I really do like that line. Uh, it just shows you can really chip away, take every single play, one play at a time, one second at a time. And obviously it's worked for Edmonton now that they're in the Western Conference Finals. Um, Game five was a thriller um, between Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, there were seven goals scored in the second period. There were four goals in a one, 11, one minute and 11 second stretch. Um, and then the third period, offense just went extinct. Uh, zero goals in the third period for either team. And then it went to overtime. Obviously, Connor McDavid scored the game winning goal in the slot. Great shot. Had a great apple from Leon Dreisaitl fitting into the series with them winning in five games. Obviously, Edmonton going in with big underdogs to Calgary. Um, but hey, they got they got the series done. Five games. I had them winning at six. Uh, but I'm definitely rooting for Edmonton uh, to win it all. I'll give my Stanley Cup predictions a little bit later on in this episode. So you'll hear what I think uh, in a few. Uh, just one player I want to highlight on the Flames. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau. Um, had a great season for Calgary this year, 40 goals, 75 assists, 115 points, former BC Eagle legend. Um, he did only score one goal on Mike Smith, the Edmonton Oilers goalie, um, so it just shows how good of a series he had. Um, he did have five assists, though. Gaudreau did have five assists to go along with that one goal, um, so six points in five games. Still a very good series for him, but he only did score one goal, so just shows how good of a series Mike Smith had against Calgary and was able to lock them out and shut them down. Um, so for the Avalanche... Miko Rantanen, uh, 
the right winger on the Avalanche, had a great season, um, 36 goals, 56 assists, 92 points. Um, he did only have one goal in the playoffs, though, so far. Um, he does have 10 assists, though, so 11 points, still a solid playoff uh, run for him. You have to think he wakes up and scores in this series a couple times for uh, Colorado. They definitely need it. Superstar forward Nathan McKinnon had 32 goals, 56 assists, 88 total points in the regular season. He did have a hat trick in the Game 5 loss against the Blues um, at an assist as well. He had a filthy goal uh, that didn't get as much hype as it should have um, since they lost that game to the Blues. Um, so when you lose, obviously, you're not going to get as much hype as you should. Um, but he had a great goal in that game. Um, he had two goals in the first period of that game. So he started very hot, added his third goal. Uh, that was the one for the hat trick. That elite goal was unreal. Um, this playoff run for uh, the Avalanche, he has eight goals and five assists, 13 points uh, total. So he's had a great run. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see how he plays in this series against Edmonton. Even though I want Edmonton to, to win, I think if Nathan McKinnon has a great series, um, it definitely gives the Avalanche a really good chance um, to be right there till the end. I do think Edmonton wins in six, though, as I said. Uh, but I think McKinnon uh, is a huge difference maker, obviously. Uh, Nazem Kadri, 28 goals, 59 assists, 87 points in the regular season. The Avalanche center had a hat trick in game four, uh, the game four win, uh, over the Blues in St. Louis. He had an assist in that game as well, so four total points. Uh, the Avalanche have multiple guys that, uh, can give you three goals in a game, as, you, as you've seen with McKinnon, obviously Kadri. Um, very dangerous team, very dangerous offense. Um, so as I said, it'll be high scoring. Uh, former UMass Minuteman defenseman, uh, Kale McCarr, great offensive defenseman, uh, had 28 goals, 58 assists, and 86 goal, uh, 86 points, excuse me, in the regular season. Uh, three goals and seven assists in the national series in the first round. Three three-point games in that series. Then went a little cold in the St. Louis series, was a little quiet. Only three assists, no goals uh, in the six games played against St. Louis. Still had 19 shots on goal, which is impressive, but no goals. And goal scoring is a big part of his game, so that's why it's a surprise. Um, Avalanche goalie Darcy Kempa had a decent series against the Blues, um, but if I was an Avalanche fan, I'd say he'd be a worry to me. He was saved one play by former Northeastern University defenseman Josh Manson. I'm a big fan of him. Um, in Game 6, it was a one-goal game against the Blues. They were trailing the Avalanche. The Avalanche was trailing uh, the Blues uh, by one. And Kempo was out of the net, sprawled on his stomach, and Manson made a great play in front of the net, had a fantastic save. Um, Kempo's had a 90.4 uh, save percentage in the playoffs, 89.2% save percentage in the St. Louis series. St. Louis does have a great offense, though, so I can't be too critical of them. They were third in the NHL uh, with 3.77 goals per game uh, on average in the regular season. So, obviously, a very high-scoring team. I see the Orioles scoring two to three goals uh, at least a game against them. Uh, So, to be high-scoring, as I said, I mean, I probably said that now five times. It definitely will be. Um, I think Colorado takes game one. I think Edmonton takes game two and three. I think Colorado takes game four. And then Edmonton wins games five and six uh, to close out the series and win four to two. Um, As I said now ten times, it'll be a very high-scoring series since both teams are the two top playoff teams um, uh, uh, in scoring uh, at 4.33 and 4.3 goals per game. An interesting stat I saw from ESPN was that McDavid, Dreisaitl, and McKinnon ranked first, second, and third in the NHL all in order in uh, regular season points and playoff points per game over the last five seasons. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, I expect these games to be five to six plus goals per game. Uh, it'll be exciting hockey. This is the first time the Oilers and the Avalanche have met in the playoffs since 1998. This is the first time the Avalanche 
uh, have been in the Western Conference Finals since 2002. They have won two Stanley Cup Finals um, in the franchise's uh, history. Uh, they lost in the Western Conference Semifinals three straight seasons. Finally got over the hump this year, got it done, made the Western Conference Finals. So obviously they made some progress. Um, the Orioles, this is their first time in the Western Conference Finals uh, since 2006. The last time they were in it uh, was when they lost the Hurricanes in the Stanley Cup Final. They have won five Stanley Cup Finals in the franchise's history, uh, all uh, spanning from 1984 to 1990. Um, a very good era for them, obviously. Um, obviously, they had such great talent back then with Wayne Gretzky. Very easy to win games with him. Now this marks also the third straight year that the Orioles have made the playoffs. Um, they've only had four playoff appearances since 2007, uh, so they went on a huge drought, obviously. Um, but three straight seasons for them, that's progress as well. So obviously, uh, the Avalanche making the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2002. The Orioles making it for the first time since 2006. And the Orioles uh, making uh, the uh, playoffs for three straight seasons after their um, crazy drought. As I said, only four playoff appearances since 2007. Uh, and then the Avalanche making the Western Conference Finals after losing three straight years in the Western Conference Semifinals, uh, that's really impressive. So obviously both teams uh, made a lot of progress over the last season uh, to get to where they are today. Um, so my final prediction, as I said, I got the Oilers winning at six games. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys updated. Anyways, in the Tampa Bay, the New York Rangers series, Tampa Bay Lightning, New York Rangers, I have the Lightning winning in five right now. I feel it could be six games. Um, either way, if I had a pick, I'd say Tampa Bay in five uh, right now, but I feel like it could go six games uh, just because of how strong uh, the New York Rangers um, are when they have to have their backs against the wall and they have to come back. They were very excellent uh, in that comeback uh, series against the Hurricanes. They were trailed 2-1 to one in the series at one point, went down 3-2 to two after Game 5. Then they had winning Game 6 and Game 7, Game 7 being in Carolina to take the series and punch a ticket to the Western Conference, excuse me, the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they did score only two two goals in their first three games away when playing in Carolina. They end up scoring six goals in Game 7, a very crucial Game 7, obviously scoring six goals uh, and only scoring two in the first three games. That offense lit up, went off. Um, the Rangers have won now two straight series um, coming in Game 7. They beat the Penguins in seven and then in the first round and then beat Carolina in the second round in seven. Maybe it could be New York Giants head coach Brian Dable uh, bringing them some luck because he goes to every single game, uh, every single home game for the Rangers. The Giants always post it. The Rangers always post it. Uh, New York Giants first round pick from this year, from number five overall in the NFL draft. Kayvon Thibodeau has gone to some Rangers games. So maybe it's just the New York Giants bringing some luck. Hopefully it means the Giants will be winning some playoff games this year themselves. Uh, we'll see how that goes, obviously. Head-to-head on the year, the Rangers are 3-0 against the Lightning. The Rangers have averaged 3.33 goals a game uh, to Tampa Bay's 1.33 goals a game in the three games they played this season. Uh, don't forget, though, Tampa Bay is not new to winning Stanley Cup finals um, and making big-time plays at big-time moments. Two straight years of hosting the Stanley Cup uh, trophy and are looking to make it a three-peat. So even though they were down 3-0 uh, in the head-to-head series this year with the Rangers, do not take them as an underdog, uh, especially with how well they've been playing, uh, which I'm going to break down in a second. Uh, so the Rangers in Game 7, 
won 6-2 in Carolina. They were up 3-0 after two periods. Had a huge goal from former Harvard defenseman Adam Fox to open the game. Then former BC and current uh, Rangers star left wing Chris Kreider tallied on. Another huge goal to make it a 2-0 lead. Uh, his seventh uh, goal of the postseason. He did add his eighth of the postseason in the third to make it a 4-0 game for the Rangers. Um, he, has, he had 52 goals in the regular season. And that was eight goals and three assists in the 14 playoff games for the Rangers this year. Um, so a very good, very great season for him. I'm very happy for him. Uh, Igor Shosturkin uh, was unreal in Game 7 for the Rangers. 37 saves on 39 shots. 92.8 save percentage um, in the playoffs and a 93.5% save percentage in the regular season for Shosturkin. Uh, so obviously him playing very well in that has helped them get to where they are today. And it's going to be an exciting series. Um, I do think Tampa Bay wins it, but I think uh, it'll be exciting. I, I, I think Tampa Bay wins in five games, but it could be six, as I said, just because of how resilient the Rangers are. If Shosturkin plays as well as he has too, I mean, it could go six games for sure. Who knows? The Rangers could surprise people too. Tampa Bay did dominate uh, the number one team during the regular season. Uh, number one regular season team, that is, the Florida Panthers, swept them 4-0. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they were underdogs going into the series, but everyone knows they always come up big, and, and people can't forget that they always, you know, make really uh, big playoff runs, play very well when they need to. Uh, Nikita Kucherov... Lightning star forward has 15 points, four goals to go along with 11 assists in 11 playoff games this year. Scoring machine right winger. Um, he had 25 goals and 44 assists in 47 regular season games this season. Uh, Vasilevsky, uh, the goalie for uh, Tampa Bay, 93.2% save percentage in the playoffs uh, to go along with uh, a 98.1% Save percentage against Florida. He only allowed three goals uh, in 157 shots faced in that series against Florida. Andre Vasilevsky, he is uh, one of the best goalies in the game, obviously. But that series against Florida, shutting down the number one scoring team in the NHL from regular season. They averaged 4.1 goals uh, per game. 4.11 goals per game. The Florida Panthers averaged in the regular season. Had 912 points as a team, which is 55 more than any other team in the NHL. Uh, the Blues were second. Um, and going into that series, obviously everyone saw Florida being such a high-scoring team. But Vasilevsky shut them down, only allowed three goals, I said, and 157 shots faced. 98.1% save percentage. I see him shutting down the Rangers as well. That's why I think they can win in five games, the Lightning. I think they can win in five, maybe six. Um, Steven Stamkos, another perennial player on uh, the Lightning. His whole career, he's been great. Eight points in the playoffs this year. He had four in the sweep of the Panthers. Um, the center had two goals in game three against the Panthers. Always makes big plays. Always is best in the brightest moments. And he's a big reason they've won two straight Stanley Cup finals. Uh, defenseman Victor Hedman had two goals um, and eight assists so far in the playoffs. Uh, had the best production, the best season of his career. 13 years he's played in the NHL all with the Lightning. He had his best production this season. 20 goals, 60 assists uh, for a total of 85 points. Um, had his best season in the NHL with 13 Straight 13 years he's played straight with the Lightning, which is really impressive. All 13 years of his career with the Lightning, um, and just finally had his best season, 85 points. So it just shows he's getting better. Um, anyways, for the Rangers, um, the Rangers center, Mika Zibanejad, uh had 29 goals, 52 assists in the regular season. Um, he has seven goals and 12 assists to go along with uh, a total of 19 points and 14 playoff uh, games this year. Um, he had three huge assists in Game 7 versus Carolina to push the Rangers over the top, obviously, in Game 7. A huge win. Um, Artemi Panarin, four goals in the playoffs. Very good player. I'm sure he'll be a key part of the Rangers' success um, if they were to win some big games against the Lightning. And then just one last player I want to highlight. 
uh, former Bruin, or two more players I want to highlight, but former Bruin, uh, Frank Vetrano has three goals this year for the Rangers in the playoffs. So um, if you're a Bruins fan, you could maybe root for him, since I know, obviously, the Bruins and the Lightning uh, have a big rivalry, especially considering how competitive they are when they play each other in the playoffs. Um, and then one last player in the Rangers, Andrew Kopp, the center, has six goals and six assists so far in the playoffs. Um, so all these guys I've named um, just proves that the Rangers can score goals. They're averaging 3.42 goals per uh, game in the playoffs. Very resilient team. Um, they've won two straight game sevens. They sound like a team that I would like. Uh, considering I like the Clippers and, you know, their dogs, they play very hard. When their back's against the wall, that's when they play their best, um, and everyone goes all out. Two straight series winning in Game 7 uh, for the Rangers, very impressive, um, but I have to take the Lightning. Um, they play very hard, though, as I said. When they were trailing 3-1 to one in the first round against the Penguins, they didn't shy away from the big moment. They battled back one game at a time to win three straight. Then in game, uh, in the second round, uh, after game three, they were trailing two to one to Carolina. After game five, we're trailing three to two to Carolina and won that series in seven. Um, I see this being, uh, the Lightning winning in five or six games. My final prediction, Lightning in five. Uh, but I think the Rangers could definitely win another game and surprise because of how hard they play. Um, but the Lightning are just so hot right now. Um, and the Rangers, you know, this is their first time uh, back in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals since 2015. They actually um, conveniently lost that uh, series to Tampa Bay, so this maybe could be a payback series for them. Uh, Tampa Bay has won two straight Stanley Cup Finals uh, and went to the Eastern Conference Finals six of the last eight years. Such a big dynasty um, and such a great team, obviously. You know, they've drafted a lot of these guys, put this team together, um, and they're just winning games uh, in the biggest moments. So right now, as I said, I have uh, Tampa Bay winning at five games in this series. And my finals prediction right now, Stanley Cup Finals, I'm taking Tampa Bay over Edmonton in six games. Lock that in. Uh, we'll see how it works out. But, hey, I went 4-4 four four in series winners uh, for the second round. Uh, I had two series uh, drilled uh, games-wise who was going to win the series outcome um, after game three and four. Um, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, what games it was. But after games three or game four um, of uh, the second round, I made some predictions in my first episode. And uh, four of them were right, series-wise, who was going to win the series. And then two of them, of those four, uh, I drew the exact games they were going to win in. So uh, really excited to see how this NHL uh, uh, Eastern and Western Conference Finals uh, play out. I'm excited to see how the Orioles play. I think that's been the biggest surprise, um, how well they've been playing in the playoffs. Obviously, um, had a huge playoff drought um, for years, and now three straight years making the playoffs. This could be the year they finally put it all together and win their first uh, Stanley Cup Finals since 1990. They've won a Stanley Cup Finals since 1990, I believe. So um, this would be great for them, obviously, uh, to come out win a uh, Stanley Cup final. Obviously, they have Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, two of the best players in the game. Um, I'm sure the NHL would make a lot of money off uh, merch uh, if the Oilers were to win just because they haven't won since 1990. Uh, but anyways, that's my closing. Uh, that's everything I want to talk about in this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm going to come out with an episode tomorrow. I'll be uploading it to talk about the Red Sox, talk about the Celtics uh, in Game 7 against the Heat and how uh, that went down and then give my predictions for the Celtics-Warriors NBA Finals matchup. I'll talk about um, the World uh, Hockey Tournament, uh, the Team USA lost in the bronze medal game uh, to Czechia. And then I'm also going to talk about uh, college baseball, Northeastern, how they performed in the CAA tournament, and then also give my uh, NCAA baseball tournament predictions. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great night. 
Looking forward to be back on again tomorrow night. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.